to another episode of Bare Necessities. I'm joined here with Arrages or Aiden Sinclair. How you going? Hello, good to be back. It is good to be back. Um, just before we get into our guest, I just want to say, you know, thanks to all the listeners from yeah. the first episode. No, it was massive. We had a lot of feedback as well. So we've taken a lot of that on board and here we are. Yeah, back for I've round two. A lot of back for round two. That's exactly right. Um, so basically, have you done anything exciting recently, Arrages? Obviously you haven't. We've been in lockdown. No, this is all I've been looking forward to, really, because we've been doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, well, I guess, do you want to introduce our guest? Well, we have a guest today, for those unaware. Um, and I just want to read some accolades of our guests before we begin. I've got some notes written down. I've done my research, obviously. Um we have here pick one in the Bear Necessities podcast special guest draft. Obviously, he's the first one on here today. Pick one. Congratulations to him and the family. Number two, he was part of the Setting Cricket Club under 13 premiership winning side. So, obviously, he'll remember that for probably the rest of his life, I'd assume. Uh, we have here almost eligible to play AFL under the father-son rule. Obviously, his father star of the game. Big um, Michael Sevilla played, what, nine countless, or countless games, really. Games. Integral part of, I don't know what year he played. <laughs> the history. He's part of the Bulldogs folklore, so that's fantastic. Um, we've got arguable best on ground in the Firefighters match, which we will get to later. We will. Um, that's on the agenda. And we also have here two-time controller smasher. So welcome to the show, uh, Braden Spiller, Bray Hazard. Welcome home. Yes, mate. I'm very, very honoured to be the first guest on this prestigious show. Yeah, no, it's um, it's fantastic, and we had to make sure we were going to get Bryce Bazard on nice and early, um, because well, he's one of the well, most he, he, obviously by the accolades, he's one of the most prestigious guests we've got. So he also woke up about thirty minutes ago, so that yeah, was also a growing concern going into the first first guest podcast. <laughs> so, Brayden, obviously, you know we've been mates for a while. We love to play a bit of PlayStation together. Um, September, huge for PlayStation games. It's yeah, huge. We've got, it is, it's absolutely massive. It is massive. We've got FIFA coming out, 2K22. What are you thinking about 2K22? Um, anyway, um, um, <laughs> just moving on <laughs> really quickly. I don't think the fans want to hear anything about that. Yeah, absolutely um, not. More importantly, we're going <laughs> to move on to, we're going to move on to John just really quickly. That's the big talking point here. Because it's um, obviously up in the air as to whether or not the season is going to go ahead. Yeah, yeah, it's um. God, I hope so. I'll be out of pocket of about 150 bucks. So yeah, you paid an existential amount of money for knee sleeves. You yeah, absolute tosser. He's in charge of the finances, so I'm sure he's <laughs> I'm all sure, over it. I'm sure, he's got the piggy bank out. Exactly it's, right. He's, so he's the piggy sorted. bank's been opened, mate. There's just coins everywhere. No, so it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well. You, there was a lot of discrepancy about the uh, the jersey that we'd wear at the start of the season. Now, you wanted to go with the KFC jersey. Yeah, what was it's got, it? It's got the big kernel at the front. <laughs> about the KFC jersey that made you want us to pick it. I don't know. It's just something about it, you know. Just I don't know what we'd call our team, and I don't know what relevance that has to the John culture, but I don't know. It just looked nice, and I was like, oh, we'll just throw up the idea. And then I just want to point out, you know, Zim wanted – to buy a two dollar t shirt from Kmart and draw on them, like that's just and we're, that's, that's gonna be addressed on <laughs> his. That's probably one of the first things that will be addressed. Teddy's dead set joke. Um, no, that was uh, one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. KFC jersey, yeah, uh, yep. definitely one of Podsy's favorites. How do you feel about the team <laughs> as a whole? Um, yeah. I actually like it. It's um, <laughs> we've obviously spoken a lot about whether we'll be competitive or not. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I don't know yet. Um, I actually, look, if our best player can get on the court, <clears throat> um, that'd be really nice. Yeah, look, um, I... Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. To... What made you think I was talking about you? Oh, um, <laughs> you come yes. on to our podcast and give me shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. kidding, yes. I'm, I'm talking about Samuel, but I don't know. Our team's got nice balance. We've got a few tall blokes, including Stuba and Zim, and then we've got a couple of small blokes, like yourself, Samuel, and, well, Podsy, but... Yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> in height, in height, in height. Um, but yeah, actually, yeah, I think we'll win games, but I'm not sure if we'll, we'll win the whole thing, but we'll see how we go. Well, we are in the last division on Wednesday nights, Altona Basketball Stadium, September yeah, 13. 
um, is the proposed starting date. We can get around that. I think it's the 15th. It's the 15th? Yeah. Uh, 15th is the Wednesday. Oh, then probably you're right. Probably no more yeah. than me. You're in charge of the finances. Exactly um, right. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, you know, everyone's gotten to know you a bit better, Braden. Um, I suppose now we just, we just get into it, don't we, Rages? Well, I suppose we do. Kick us off. What's going on? So this is uh we did we did end up coming up with a uh, a name for the sports segment. We did get a lot of uh a lot of entries from our oh, an influx, absolutely <laughs> influx. And I couldn't keep up to be honest. I was scrolling for days, but thank you to everyone that gave uh you know titles for this segment. But yeah, no, yeah. we've come up with something. Our seventy four listeners really just loved the idea of a sports segment today. But we ended up coming up with one of our own, and it's called Kowalski's Amateur Analysis. Exactly. Now, if you're not familiar with Kowalski, you know, then... Suck a fat one. (laughs) Suck a fat one, as I like to say. Get Um, into it. I will get into it. So, we'll start off with the guest. We'll let the guest take it off. Um, Exactly. Brayden, you're Bonnie Tyler Hero of the Week. Yeah, right. Um, Look, there's a bit of bias in this. I'm not going to lie. So, I um, I was watching the Chelsea game on Monday morning. And... uh, (laughs) And um, we have a brand new uh, signing that goes by the name of Romelu Lukaku. Yes. And uh, yeah. for those that don't know, Chelsea's a football team. We play soccer in England. And um, we actually sold Lukaku a couple of years back. And he's gone and played across Europe. And we re-signed him for about £115 million. Pounds. Um, and it was his first game back. And I don't know, I just expected him to be an absolute bum, really nervous, you know, playing against a big rival in Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And he just dominated. He scored mm. an early goal. And if anyone has a spare second, go back and watch the highlights on this game. He literally bullied the opponents with just brute strength. Brute strength, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And honestly, I think he's taken this Chelsea side from just being an okay, good side to a side that has potential to be really good and great. I don't know. There was just a few times in the game where he just reminded me of... Um, Michael Ower from the Blindside movie. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Where he just absolutely <laughs> destroyed whoever he was up against. But, um, yeah, so that's my hero of the week, Romelu Lukaku. No, I have seen his goal, and it was very good. He's laid it off, and he's made a run in behind, perfectly timed. Like, yeah, that's just class. His, yeah, that's just his go-to. Every, every game, I watched a few of his highlights from the Italian League, and I reckon about 50% of his goals, other than penalties, just were just, just that, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um... Do you want me to go next, Samuel? Yep, you go next. Uh, my Bonnie Tyler here of the week, and I feel like this resonates with our guest closely. I've gone with Razor Ray because he's been talked to by Rock Smith in some sort of way, and he's just stood up for umpire abuse then and there on the spot. So it's a very quick one, but Razor Ray, Bonnie Tyler here of the week, for the umpires out there, showed that uh, you've got to stand up to the abuse. So why not to Razor? I'm sure we'll get him on the show at some really point. Really quickly, Brayden, as a... As a green or white maggot yourself, um, <laughs> what what do you reckon is the worst thing that's been told to you by a player on field? I actually, now, I, I can't say it. You can't? I, yeah, I think I know the one you're thinking of. Um, you might have to bleep this so just but it was at St. Albans. Um, <laughs> and I'm on a boundary throw-in. As a field umpire, I'm running. I have to go to the boundary and then run in from a boundary throw-in. And I got my back to the crowd. There's like... Where the where the take in front of the the not the decking area but like the bar area where they're all having a beer. Yeah. There's this one St Albans bloke that's just gone, you effing, and then just said the N word. Yeah, well, <laughs> obviously like, people at St Albans. So well educated over there. God's country over there. <laughs> I was like, what on earth about me resembles that? <laughs> yeah, I think I've told this story a few times. <laughs> oh my, my brother, who, who was an umpire. Um, early days, like first or second umpiring gig, doing boundary at um, I think it was might have been Yarraville Oval. It might have been. Um, anyway, <laughs> he's doing boundary up. You know, he's trying his best. Sixteen-year-old kid trying his best, and one of the one of the spectators just got out of his way to abuse him. It goes, run faster, you fat! And I won't repeat the last <laughs> word. But my brother just turned around and flipped him the bird. <laughs> It's not on giving it to the boundary umpires. No, it's not. He's done nothing wrong. That's so true. But it's also not on turning around and giving the spectator the bird. No, but good. He stood up for umpire abuse, so good on him. 
on the same level as Razor Ray. Roll about here about Assassin's Creed exactly right. Fire abuse. <laughs> um, so my Bonnie Tyler hero of the week. Um, it hurts me to say this. It really does. I did watch the game in its entirety, and it's Clayton Oliver. Yeah. Now, Clayton Oliver's had 37, two goals, seven tackles. Yeah, like 26 contested or something. Absolutely yeah, look, ridiculous as well. Mate, have you seen his face halfway through a game? It, God damn it. If you can go any redder. <laughs> Just try to go redder, Clayton. If you're listening to this right now, try to go redder, mate. That yeah. Was um, no, after being, I, don't, I think it was the second quarter, he got dropped by Tomahawk. Um, hit his head, looked a bit out of it, and just like, nah, you know what? I'm gonna kick, I'm gonna kick a goal that's gonna put us within three points, and I'm also gonna just put 20, 26 contested possessions on your head. Exactly. <laughs> so I reckon that's a big one for the for the Brownlow contention as well. I think those three votes will help him. He'll be up there for sure. He will be up there for sure, and we'll be cheering for him here at Ben Assessi's podcast. Exactly. Um, so that's my Bonnie Tail here of the week, Clayton Oliver. Nicely done. I suppose we move on now to the drop them to the twos. Do yep. we not? And we'll, we'll start off with our guest again, obviously. Yep. Be rude yep. not to. Um, yeah. Um, sticking with the, the football theme, but we're actually, we're not staying in the Premier League. Oh, about time. Uh, <laughs> but it's still in English football. We're actually dropping to Division 2 in the Championship. And um, I feel like you last week, Samuel, we're actually going to drop a whole team because I've had enough of this. Uh, uh, and that's... I want to drop the entire Sheffield United football team. You know, I actually want to drop the entire club. And you know what? I can tell you that I've never heard of that club before this podcast. (laughs) I'll give you some context, all right? They're playing against Huddersfield, all right? And you probably don't know who they are either. No, I don't. They're they're bums, okay? (laughs) Both bums. They're playing in Div 2. And Sheffield got relegated last season from the Premier League to the Championship. So you'd think, you know, they'd be a pretty good side in the the Championship because they got relegated from the Premier League. Playing against Huddersfield. Sheffield had 13 shots before Huddersfield even had a single one. And then Huddersfield go and take the lead with their third shot of the game. Then be followed by Sheffield with their 16th shot of the game. They equalise in the 92nd minute. So you're probably thinking, oh, that's all right. They ended up getting the equaliser, you know, 1-1. One, one, they'll take a point. But they haven't. All to just concede off kickoff uh, <laughs> in the 94th minute uh, and lose 2-1. No. If, that <laughs> isn't, if, that isn't, if that isn't smash control sort of moment, I don't know what is. <laughs> exactly. In front of the home fans as well. They've played four games this season and that goal in the 92nd minute was their first goal all season. <laughs> uh, no. So just a bunch of spuds. Drop them to the third division. Third division, you reckon? Drop well, freeze. <laughs> that's a good drop them to the twos because... If Bryce Basel wasn't on the show right now, we wouldn't we wouldn't know about that. No, we wouldn't. It's a bit of diversity. I'd be lying if I said I didn't zone out as soon as you said Div 2 football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna um I'm gonna stick with the football theme for mine. Not not English football, obviously, but the mm. AFL. AFL. I've got two. I've got like a little combo oh. meal sort of thing going on here for the drop into the twos. I'm gonna start with the obvious one. I'm gonna say Brad Close. Oh, uh, no, you know, no, you know, no, you no, know what? Don't punch it, you dweeb. <laughs> leave it. His mustache speaks for himself, so you just leave it. Yeah, well, my mustache has his covered well and truly. <laughs> so does Chick Hicks. He's, <laughs> that's threatening. He's punched it. Obviously, you could argue that he might have thought it was closer to the line than what it was, and he was trying to get the touch on it to get the throw in. Yeah. And if he does get that touch on it for the throw in, stoppage on the wing, blah, 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 they waste more seconds. Geelong hold on for the win. But he's given away the 50. Jake Lever's set it up to Max score on top of the goal square. Mark and goal, Geelong lose. Brad Close, it's your fault, mate. And he'll, he wouldn't have slept that night. No way. So unlucky for him. My second one in the combo meal is Tom Cole from West Coast. West Coast are down by a goal up at the Gabba. And I'm saying that the Bulldogs probably make the four if Tom Cole doesn't go and do this. So Jared Berry's lining up for a set shot. He's kicked a point, and after he's kicked the point, Tom yeah. Cole's gone up to him, basically thrown him to the ground. Obviously, Jared Berry put a bit of mayo on it, made oh, sure he got the free kick. No. There was so much mayo on that. <laughs> You're a dog sporter, and you would have <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I was so mad when I saw it. Frothing at the mouth. And it's, yeah, another free kick, and then Jared Berry's been taken to the goal square, goes back, kicks the goal, puts Brisbane two goals up, and from there, they just run away with it. Obviously, mate, the four, not the Bulldogs out. So... Bulldogs fans would be pretty cranky with Tom Cole, and that's why I've dropped him to the twos because he's ugly as well. Does so, he have a mustache? 
He's yeah, trying. He he's really he's trying. trying. <laughs> All right, it's obviously a mustache theme sort of thing going on here. Yeah. Um, this bloke does have a mustache. My, my drop him to the twos play of the week. And this one also resonates with our guest today, Braden. Um, Patrick Beverly. <laughs> How? In the span of about what seems like an hour. So uh, they announced Reggie Jackson was going to sign back to the Clippers. Pat Bev's gone, yes, sir, gang back. <laughs> and then the Clippers announced that they're trading Pat Bev to the Grizzlies. Back. And Pat Bev's gone, grit and grind, let's go. And then about 15 minutes later, the Grizzlies like, nah, we don't want you. We're sending you to Minnesota. <laughs> so basically, this bloke's been on three teams in about an hour. Right around. Is, the dog. He's got his backpack and he's traveling all around the States. <laughs> I swear. I swear when he went to with him. When he went to Minnesota, I swear he tweeted something like, so glad to be here. God bless. Yeah, no, he did. I can tell you exactly what he said. He said, extremely excited. Let's go. And he's gone the gorilla emoji. Now, uh, I don't know if he knows the Timberwolves are wolves, but yeah, he's, gone he's gone with the gorilla. I'm not sure about that one. Um, yeah, like seriously, I think it's, I think it maybe it is time for Pat Bev to hang up the boots, hang up the sneakers perhaps. Um, but yeah, three teams in an hour, not a good look. How old is Pat Bev? Pat Bev is, he's old. He's, he's near and oh, like, he's be like, at least 33, surely. He, I can tell you right now, he's actually, he's 33. You're right. Good job, yeah. Brayden, obviously. Clippers fan. Um, he's 33. I think, I think he just, I think he just packs the bags, I reckon, moves to Shanghai, plays with the Shanghai Sharks with Kuzma and the likes of them. Yeah. That's on his list of things to do for sure. Um, bold call, poke the bear. I think we've all struggled this a little bit. Well, I mean, no, I, I want to go, I want to go first. I want to go you want to get, you want to get yours out of the way. Yeah, go, no, go I don't want this one to be remembered. No, mine stinks a little bit. So we might save our guests for last for this one. So you can go first. Turn on, kick us off. It's going to be really stinky. Yeah, okay. rake, rake it up. All right. So mine's from the, uh, on the Gold Coast Sun sort of sort of area. Um, I just want to pose this question out to you right now. Do you reckon the Gold Coast Suns care about skin folds? Uh, I'd probably say it's a bit lower down on their priorities. Well, I can tell you who does care about skin folds. <laughs> Alistair Clarkson. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously sacked last week. Um, but I reckon my poke the bear of the week is that Stewie who drops 10Ks, uh, gets dropped from the Suns before he drops 10 kilograms. <laughs> Job for the Suns. For well, I don't think he's trying to lose ten kilograms. That's the I think thing. He should. So I because think... is that it? Is that it? <laughs> no, I, the whole the whole idea is that I reckon Clarko takes the job from Stewie Jew at Gold Coast because you know Clarko's recently said he wants to travel. Oh, he's overseas. gone on holiday. Yeah, he says he wants to travel overseas. Don't know where he's getting that. <laughs> he's got to travel all around. So good on Clarko there. The, the Gold Coast is the best he can do, and I reckon the Gold Coast get moved to Tassie anyway. So. Well, the cold weather might suit Stuart Jew's physique, you know what I mean? And it might help him drop a couple, but obviously I don't think Stuart's looking to do that at this point in time. So Because Cl- he's, he's not getting any smaller, that's for sure. Clarko goes to the Suns. The Suns move to Tassie. Clarko resumes absolutely staunching teams at Tasmania. <laughs> that's a big bold prediction, and that's probably a the half decade prediction that you've thrown out there. So play to you. My old call, Poke the Bear, is for the final series coming up. And I've gone for every winning side to be the side that finished lower on the ladder. So I've gone oh. Essendon to knock out the Bulldogs, GWS over Sydney. Hmm. Um, what is it? Brisbane over Melbourne and Geelong over Port. I like that. Jeez, I like that. Yeah. They're all 50-50 games. They are very, yeah. maybe not the, oh, you know, yes, the dogs one. It's a tough call, but that's no, a, yeah. No, I'll throw that I think that's interesting. There. And I like our guest. All right. Well, um, sticking with the AFL theme, it's very well known in the janitor community about my belief of the Port Adelaide pretenders. Uh, uh, no, you need to just carve it back. No, honestly. <laughs> No. So my bold prediction, and I actually believe this, and I'm like, Samuel, it's not going to be six years into the future. I think Port Adelaide are going to go out in straight sets this final series. They, they play Geelong yeah. in round one at home. And honestly, I think the Cats are just a better team even without Tom Stewart. Don't think the crowd will play much of a factor because the government will be like, nah. 50, well, they, they're going to sing Never Tear Us Apart and that's just intimidating in itself. Oh, it's just, well, no, the game is, is pretty is. much over when they finish singing that. So. 
Yeah, the crowd goes home after that. Anyway, then if they lose, right, they lose to Geelong, they go on to play one of the, arguably one of the form teams of the comp, assuming they beat the Giants. They'll play Sydney. And last time they played Sydney earlier in the year at Adelaide Oval, and they only won in the last two minutes because of a fluke drop punt kick from Lysette from the boundary line. That is true. And Franklin kicked six that day. I really think he's a good, good chance to just go ham and just kick him out in the semis. Well, we love Buddy Franklin. We want to see him kick a thousand goals. So that would be the best case scenario. Yeah. And I don't think he'll... Oh, actually, I think he will. Because they'll beat the Giants and then he'll go and kick six against Port. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to quickly bring up the retirees of 2021. Um, some big names have retired. The likes of Ling Jong, uh, Eddie Betts, of course. Chris Main retired yesterday. Sean, Sean Burgoyne, not going to bring up Jordan Murdoch because he's absolutely bummed off. Um, Mark Murphy retired last week. Um, the likes of the duo of Tom Scully and Jonathan Patton, if you know the story, get around it. Um, then we've got Basha Hooley, Stephen Hill, Cale Hooker, uh, Jared Harbrow, and Dave, I think I said didn't say David Ashbury, um, Jake Kyle. Just plenty of names retiring in 2021. You could almost make a team out of them. I just wanted to talk about them. Um, you know, big contributions to the game, if, of course. Um, you haven't ordered those out of, you know, best to worst sort of play because you've thrown Lin Jong and Chris Main in there before Sean Burgoyne, but... No, just, <laughs> I've, just written, I've just written them down. Little yeah. injustice to Sean there. Sorry, Sean, if you're listening, apologies. 407 gamer. <laughs> yeah, because no, Lin's pipped you at the post there, unfortunately. Well, I think Lin won a VFL grand final. I don't think Sean's ever done that. Yeah, hold that on your forehead, Sean. <laughs> Fraud. <laughs> we do, uh, not retirees, but debuts. I just wanted to quickly mention Alex Davies debuted for Gold Coast the other day. Yeah. Um, I actually know him. Oh, really? I don't know if he knows me. Hey, what's one of those ones? Well, it's Josh Giddy all over again, mate. No, it, and, it ties, and it ties into Josh Giddy because we, when I went to play basketball nationals because I play high level basketball. Oh, okay. <laughs> used to, used to. You're used, playing D5 okay. now. Yeah, well, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your career. Look at your career. One of the all-time falls. What are the all-time, all-time falls from yeah. yeah, Mark Murphy-esque last season and whatnot. Yeah, you um, Anyway, when he, he he lived in Queensland, and I used to um, we play, played against him at nationals, and um, yeah, let's just say that I dropped two points on his head, so he can hold that on Alex Davies. On Alex Davies, he can hold that for the rest of his life. Yeah. Well, you know what Eddie Ford can hold for the rest of his life? <laughs> <laughs> Me getting him out. <laughs> In cricket and putting 50 on his forehead in under 13. So all that, Eddie, if you listen to this. Anyway, going on. Uh, um, speaking of retirees, Brayden, you know, oh, no. it's been a while since you played footy, hasn't it, mate? Exactly. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> now, what was the last game? Do you reckon you've uh, you participated in? I'm going to answer that one for you. It's the fireman's match. <laughs> Don't even bother answering it because we've got it written down right it's the, it's, the, it's the fireman's match. Now, for how many, what, a year, a year and a half, you've been going on about this game like you've bloody won the norm in the AFL <laughs> grand final. Mate, I think it's about time we, we, we settle the score. Yeah, we need to what hear happened? a bit of a story. What happened that day? What actually happened on that day? Oh, what's your stat line? God, mate, I'm telling you, I reckon, about, I reckon I had about 80 touches. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Didn't Feed kick him. a goal, though. I didn't kick a goal. But you know yeah, what? Goals don't win the super coach. The goals hurt the super coach a little bit. Oh, mate, the disposal efficiency was so bad. The super coach wouldn't even got over 100. But anyway, oh, no. they, um, so I started the day, you know, on the halfback line. And I was like, I don't know what I'm sitting here for. I'm five foot two. And I've got the worst disposal in the comp. Usually the halfbacks usually have the best disposal. Anyway. What do you mean in the comp? Aren't you playing with other umpires? <laughs> no, it's the comp, mate. In the Let comp. Stop ruining mean, the in story. The comp, all right. God, I'm trying to uh, make the, the situation more dramatic, all right? Fire out. Anyway. And then I ended up getting moved into the center after I had, you know, 50 touches in the first quarter. They're like, no, we can't. We've got to stop letting this bloke get the ball. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember distinctly, actually, my first center bounce that I attended, you know, getting those CBAs up. Um, I was playing, I was going ahead there, which really, look, not skinny bloke playing for the fighter fighters. Oh, and um, <laughs> the ball got tapped straight down to him. And I'm thinking, 
I'm going to get crushed here if I try and tackle him. He's going to fend me off like that. Uh, he's going to crush you. And, and you, just don't want to get involved. you just don't want to get involved in the tough stuff. Exactly right. right. No, I really don't want to get involved in the tough stuff. Shout out to those who know where that's from. <laughs> um, and I ended up tackling him. And there's actually a photo I remember of me tackling this bloke. Yeah. And I just look like the biggest spud. Anyway, he dropped the ball, but I didn't get a free kick. Bloody absolute joke, umpires. Anyway. Um, well, the and then irony of that is just fantastic. Well, just really quickly, can your 80 <laughs> touches be attributed to most of those players on the field probably wearing trackies that day? <laughs> they were not wearing trackies that day. Every umpire had a uniform and every firefight had uniform as who, well. Who was umpiring that yeah, day? Yeah, who was umpiring? <laughs> it was actually the president of the, um, the WFLUA. So you would have thought, you know, the umpiring standard would be pretty high. But um, Steve Sutton, I just want to let you know, mate, that umpiring was a joke. Yeah, um, and what, you Steve, should add 100 touches. You're we'll actually... get Steve on at some point as well. I should so have had we'll about 30 free kicks as well. Just actually dominated that day. Anyway, but um, yeah, didn't kick a goal, which is really sad. But that's because I barely played in the forward line. What was the um? What was the final result of the day? Ah, uh, 100. Yeah, yeah, we killed him, mate. It was like 100. And, yeah, that's good. Oh, 100. And, I don't know, something to about 60. But it was like the first time we'd won in like four years, and you know, not saying there was a link, but that was the first time I ever played. So. Look, so umpires putting on an absolute clinic with their foot yeah. skills there mate we were passing it around like Barcelona and I know I've gone across sports there but, uh, that's... Uh, <laughs> you've that just, is... and you've just done that but I have and you're going to suck it up have a cry have uh, a cry, Sam, have a cry. Uh, yeah, I, will, I will get I'm getting very emotional um, <laughs> is this where we roll out the new I think segment? it is because you know what I'm really mad and I want to see you fumble I want to see you fumble a bit so play this thing up play it do it roll it <laughs> And we're back. Um, Whoa. <laughs> all right, do you want to introduce the... Uh... I will introduce the segment. It's called Guess That Track. It's pretty self-explanatory. We're going to give each guest that comes onto the show five songs and they get to hear probably the first 10 seconds on average yeah, of roughly. each song. Yeah. Um, you get one point for the artist um, and one point for the song name. So there's two points per song, 10 points up for grabs. And we'll keep a, a running leaderboard of all the guest scores. So... Bray Hazard here is going to get five songs from Samuel. Um, right. Hopefully we'll be able to play them and hear them. Um, and hear them. That's... And we'll pause it and we'll give Bray, Bray Hazard about we'll give him... 10. We'll do the <laughs> we'll give him about 10 seconds to guess each song, I reckon. God. That's long just enough. A, just a quick disclaimer. Um, <laughs> my music knowledge doesn't extend very far, <laughs> as the boys as the boys know. Well, Basically he... any juice will. Well, I made, I've made sure I chucked in a couple of my songs because, you know, like, I think Arrange's music far exceeds yeah, far our, our knowledge. Yeah, 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 obviously. No, we had to, we, there was no juice word involved, um, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, so you're probably in a little bit of trouble there. Um, <laughs> a little bit of strife. But you have to set a benchmark. You do. You so do. that's what if you're I, doing today. If I get, if I get zero, like... Oh, well, just, you're going to stink it up and we're well, gonna, there's, there's, there's going to be some sort of ramification. There's going to be some sort of ramification. Can we just yeah. cut this part out if I get a zero? No, you have a fat zero next to you now. Let's, let's kick us off, Samuel. Give us, give us song number one. Let's roll it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm just going to give you that. And I don't know if you don't know if I've given you enough. <laughs> I will actually, you know what? I'll give you a little bit. I'll give you a little bit. That's all I'm going to give you, mate. The worst part about it is I know the song and I don't know you what know the it's song. called and I don't know the artist. Can you can't give me an artist? Can't oh. think of that. Can't think of that iconic tune. And I know Ray is just seething because he oh, knows I'm the so song. Mad. I'm, I'm so the mad because I... with, the, with the infamous notepad, you're <laughs> ready to write down Bray's points. Oh, it's massive, mate. You're not going to be writing many points because this is a joke. Because I reckon I've heard this song a ton of times. I just don't know the name. Can the you give, it, give us an artist, mate? Just guess anything. No, don't I'm not. Don't caution <laughs> right. to the wind. You can't abuse me. I, I, I no, don't no one's going to abuse you, mate, until we will. You have just to get go. some points here. <laughs> I don't think it is her, but I'm going to go with Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry for the people at home listening to my mic. Oh, that uh, was awful. <laughs> One point. Um, that was awful. I, I don't know guess. the song, though. I don't know the song. Can you just name, name a Shakira song, I guess? 
Oh no, I'm not going. <laughs> leave it. Leave <laughs> it there. I'm, I'll we'll leave it at that. that. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. All right. He's got a point. He's got a point. Yes. Yeah. Next song. Dun 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 dun. Um. It's what a night, December sixty-three or something like that. I don't know the exact yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. I don't know this. Now we'll, we'll no, give you that. We've got, we've got in brackets. Oh, what a night! Exclamation point. We'll give you that. I don't know the artist. Oh, it's like. Oh, no, nah, don't know the artist. No idea. All right, well, can you give me the artist? You know, give me a bit of knowledge. All right, we'll tell the fan. Actually, no, Rachel. Do you know? I reckon you know. The artist. Yeah. Um. Nah, it's Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Do you know what the worst part is? I was thinking just what the artist is, and I, I had a feeling it was something Frankie, but I don't know what the second, the second. Well, you're probably gonna was. go with Frank Sinatra, and we would have laughed at you. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's so, safe. Stupendously. Um, all right. Read Next read time. out the uh read out the song name and the artist when he's guest. Samuel. Right. Well, it's yeah. December 1963. Oh, what a night by Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> Next song. Madonna. Wow. <laughs> no, hold on. What, what's the song? Just... Oh, this is so annoying. I freaking know it. Uh, the clock strikes. <laughs> You're running out of time here, Bryce Bazzard. I'll give yeah. you five, five seconds. <laughs> Uh, and the song is. Uh, it's ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's not Madonna. You. Oh, it's um. Oh, it's the other one. It's Whitney. It's Whitney. It's Whitney. Houston, we have a Whitney. It's I want to dance with somebody, and then in brackets, say, "Who loves me?" Uh, and if Big uh, Super's listening right now, she's gonna be seated. She's oh, irate. Don't be mad, please. Don't be mad. She's uh, irate yeah. right now. No, but it's Madonna, bro. I'm having a night. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be asked. If I was Pudger right now, I'd be punching my shoebox. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> He'll be on the show later on. That'll be addressed as right. well, the shoebox. Next Number up. four. Let's go give it a bit of time to warm up. Oh, I actually hate you. And that's what I'm going to give you no, <laughs> so I'm actually getting, I'm getting get freaking whatever I'm on right now because this is it's a joke. Panicking. Again, I know the song. I don't know the freaking. Uh, I'm panicking. I'm panicking. I'm gonna lose me job, mate. Yeah. Well. Uh, no. Ugh, I can just imagine it, but I can't. There's no chance of getting the artist. So I'm not getting the song. Screw you. All right, well, we're going to tell you, it's More Than a Feeling by Boston. Oh, it's more than a feeling. Yeah, oh, yeah we didn't need, it. don't need that. This is a podcast, not a musical, mate. Uh, Last song. Hopefully the voice can, well, Australia's got talent. Hey, what am I on? What am I on? Close to donuts, mate. So you've Look, got a couple be- on the board. So that's better than zero. Good. You know, I'll take that. And we're going to click one more and let's go. It's Bruno Mars. Yep. 10 seconds on the clock. <laughs> Obviously, everyone's got their own process. Uh, Give me five more seconds. Oh, bro, the pressure's killing me. Uh, parrot, no. Ah. Oh, whoa. No, I know it. It's so annoying. We'll give you five. Yeah, you've got an extra five seconds. The Four, clock stuffs up like the Brisbane game. Locked in heaven, locked in heaven, locked in heaven. Locked out of heaven. Oh, oh no. <laughs> we'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. Yeah, yes. Locked out of heaven. Final answer. Yeah. Locked out of heaven. We'll give it to you. Um, yes. Yeah. So locked out of heaven by Bruno Mars. That's a good song. Oh, I got and one double up. We'll take that. That'll, that'll end that segment. You got four out of 10, which oh, honestly isn't that bad. Yeah. I actually thought it'd be worse. You won't be finishing last with that. No, I, I, I thought it'd be a lot worse. 
Um, I hope everyone listening at home, these songs are designed to really make you think. Yeah. Combined with the pressure, we yeah, don't expect it to be easy. fantastic, but if you do, God, you're just so, you're superior, so the really. pressure's unreal. People at home just don't understand what the pressure is. You're, like, you, you're thinking, don't. oh, yeah, I know that song. But when you're in this situation and you've got six folks in the jump chat ready to abuse you on the PlayStation call tonight, like just... Yeah. There's so much pressure. <laughs> Four out of ten, I think that's that's a good result. I think that is a good result. Um, All right. Yeah. What have we got now, Samuel? Because this, this is interesting. Now we, we we were debating whether to bring this up or not. And just to just to before we do bring this up, I think it's going to be a long podcast, but for good reason because this is big. Because this is huge. Um, Brayden, let's let's just dive into a little bit about your uh, your love life. Now, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, Cue the stinger. We don't favorite. have a stinger. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not queuing <laughs> no stinger for this part. Because <laughs> we're going to get right into it. One of my uh, favorite Brayden. topics. No, no, it's like, we're going we're gonna to start you off lightly. What's your, who's your celebrity crush, mate? Because, you know, there's... Oh, this is, this is a really easy one. There's, and... there's some... There's uh, some... It's going to be some... And I think English I know who Rachel's thinking. Football okay. chick. Oh, you okay. know who I There's probably two. There's probably two. But, like, I'll give you the one that's not football related. No. Um, it's Anna Kendrick. Oh, that's you. No, I'd be looking at his lips right now. It's perfect and whatnot, mate. <laughs> so on, so on. No, I just love her personality as well. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's the personality that we go for and on the show. You know who would have smashed that guest that track? Anna Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, she'd that. be all over that. Gosh. Yeah. Right, anyway, yeah. yeah. Anna Who's your celebrity crush, Samuel? Uh, dare I say? <laughs> no, I don't know if people at home. Uh, you can't bring up a question and they're not have an answer. Your own question. All right, I'm probably gonna go with um, I'm probably gonna go with Margaret Robbie. I think Wolf of Wall Street. I think a lot of fans right now have been like, oh, that's, that's, that's a good pretty, answer. Well, no, because that's, that's standard, but no, but it is a stock standard, and yeah, but probably close, a good answer. Coming in close second place would probably be Mila Kunis. Yeah, well, you haven't thrown Megan Fox from Transformers um, <laughs> into that discussion, and that'd God, be mine. Wouldn't anyway. that be? Wouldn't that be something? because uh, no, she's lovely, great personality. Yeah. Um, about you, Rages? Definitely just said it, so you just oh. no doubt there. For oh, no. About 15 no. seconds. Yeah. No, I heard him say it, but I wasn't sure if that room. was That's his. got breakout worthy. That's, that's got Nama, oh, how are you? Right? <laughs> 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 that's, to stay right home, if you want to listen back to the first podcast, I did ask Arrangers how he was going twice within about 20 seconds. So, And that's the first 50 seconds of the podcast. So. Wait, that was your first experience on the show, so you were a bit nervous. That's I was. Fair enough. Um, you're lucky this segment's about you, mate. Otherwise, prank out rumor is for you. <laughs> uh, just, I wish you could uh, put me in. <laughs> um, ideal, ideal date. Now, this can be anywhere. Say there was no budget. You're like, gee, I'm a romantic person. Gee, I'm a millionaire. Where you're taking your your date? This is really bad because I actually don't. Don't have say somewhere. Oh, geez, that's tempting. <laughs> I just, it's not something I've really thought about. In all honesty, it's not something I've had to think about. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. Mate, the, the issue is, right, it's got a... The perfect day will be something that resembles something about us in a relationship or like Okay, mate, like you're dating Megan Fox. Uh, this is the thing, mate. I don't know much about Megan Fox. She's pretty hot. That's about it. And um, it'd have to be something to do with, with us. And I don't really think I have a great resemblance with Megan Fox, so... Well, if you just give us an answer, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> oh, look, I don't know. I don't know. That's my answer. I don't know. I don't. I haven't thought about it. Look, I if one. I had it top of my head, it would, oh, not movies because you know you don't last a date in there. Right? Oh, oh no, um, that's a stiff jump to Eric Zabbitt. <laughs> Actually, no, Eric Zabbitt, Alex. <laughs> yeah, but let's call these real names here to save <laughs> listeners from the confusion. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You can't really go wrong with like a. Oh, mate, you really can though. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Sam, I don't know. I'm sorry. Give me some advice, Samuel. Get off with them, yeah, Samuel, you've had your fair share of ideal dates. dates. Um, so, you well, know, uh, Christina such a catch. Christina and I, we went to an igloo once. So yeah, that. I know about that. But, mate, you got no budget. You're going anywhere in the world. I, think, yeah. I don't think there's anywhere else you're you go, you go, You're going to Paris. You're going to the Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower. Um, fun fact, Paris stinks, mate. It's like one of the dirtiest cities going around. Apart from the Eiffel well, Tower, maybe, so well, uh, well, with you and your date, you can have a look at the dirty city on top yeah, of the city of love. <laughs> city of love, exactly yeah. right. Yourself, yeah. Rages, while we're on it, because Braden gave us donuts. Um, <laughs> I really like a drive-in, a drive-in cinema. I like those sorts of operations. Yeah. Obviously, Eric, that's probably not your go-to. I'd Alex. probably, 
like a nice a nice little dinner, pretty standard. Yeah. Um, yeah. String quartet, what not? No, I don't know. I really don't. I have a scene of like you know you're sitting in like a a car and just eating food and just chill, just you know, a bit of music, a bit of this, a bit of that, maybe a movie. That's why the drive-ins like yeah know, okay. up there because you can still talk throughout the movie, which is a good thing. Um, okay. now, Unless it's I'll... of course Transformers. <laughs> In which case, yeah. you're watching Megan Fox. Watching Megan Megan Fox. I hope you heard that already. Um, switch it up. Anyway, now this last one. I didn't arrange. I think you should be the one to bring this up because I think you have a bit more knowledge in this than me. Well, this has been thrown about, Bray Hazard, and this is a really controversial topic. And we need some. <laughs> we sort need of, something. We need your two cents. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you're asking, so, I'm not sure. Listeners at home, this is this is actually huge. No, this is huge. This is massive. So what's happened a couple of months ago is Tommy's put a screenshot in the chat of his girlfriend's uh, Instagram page visitors. Oh, God. And you were second there behind Tommy's girlfriend's mother. And we need you to explain what's happened there. Is it the inaccuracy of those applications? Or have you really been noting about about Tommy's Tommy's girlfriend? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so nosy. No, that's just an honest joke. I remember once on Facebook, right? I got hacked and there was a post about like my most, like the people who have like been on my account the most, right? And it was like, my uncle was like second. And it was like, this person I haven't spoken oh, to in years was like third. And I was like, there's just no way that's right. And I'm like, this is just, just completely rubbish. I don't think I've ever been on, on Tommy's Miso's account ever. That's just not true. No, it um, actually is. That actually no, is true. Because you've gone with Facebook and we're talking about Instagram here. You've tried to dive away from the question. We're having absolutely zero of it. Oh, mate, have none of it. But uh, it's just so bollocked from Instagram. I, I have Tommy's girlfriend, if, you, if you're out there listening right now, can you... Tell us whether or not he's gone to one of your oldest posts and accidentally liked it. <laughs> oh, I definitely have. And just send that, that through. <laughs> send that through uh, to the chat. And Instagram, if you're listening to this as well, just confirm whether Brace Wazard's um, going on Instagram on it. Actually, point. I'd really like Instagram to confirm that. Just, you know, see, get, get the monkey off the back, et cetera. Yeah, hopefully they'll come through there. Yeah. Um, do you have any... You sort of hinted at, like, funny, embarrassing moments right as it and we said save it for the podcast yeah can um, you tell us what's going on there <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah it was uh it was actually in uh in year nine actually you can throw a an, an, an uh, anonymous name in there to to hide identity look there's definitely want. one name i'm not gonna make anonymous and you know adam frost is a big key figure in this <laughs> oh, story no. no it's not what you're thinking you're of. just right what you're thinking the of. Bus. that's shit bus. Bus. <laughs> okay so we've just played a cricket game all right and at school school cricket and we've won and we're whatever we're excited and um my girlfriend at the time that everyone who knows knows <laughs> everyone who doesn't unlucky um she was there watching because they just finished you know their game on the other ground softball and after the game, for, we we're gonna we we're gonna have our first kiss. This is really oh, this is so cringy. Oh, everything wow, behind, so behind, behind the bleachers and whatnot. Anyway, so Frosty knew this right, and we're walking off the ground, and I just get absolutely spear tackled from behind. I'm thinking, what the hell? And Frosty spear tackled and grabbed me and giving me the fattest lipsing on the lips oh, and i said what the hell is that and he said kiss. you know what he said oh, he said i had to kiss you before she did and, you've, oh, and like, you just gone later that night dear diary didn't mind it no, uh, didn't no, mind it. no i have would not would go back for seconds if the oh. offer came up. if you ask frosty what his proudest accolade would be i reckon he'd still say that to the day honestly love frosty. Just... was this she obviously would have been watching that him. Oh yeah, she sorry. She, she thought it was, she was in hysterics. Oh, she thought it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> she thought it was really funny. But uh, at the, oh god, I was I was really a deck to kid. Anyway. Oh yeah, I was very angry. I was so embarrassing. It's like we're walking off the ground. The whole team's there, and he's just oh. That's so anyway, we screw you, Adam. Had enough of you. Good we'll story. address that when we get him on the podcast or something. That was good. God almighty, did yeah. not mind that. Alrighty, well, you know, we've talked about your love life. Now we're just going to get into one of the favorite segments, top three. Cue it. One, he would. Two, just say it like that. <laughs> Cue it. 
<laughs> Do it. Do it. Uh, assuming the sting is already done. <laughs> Top three lunchbox snacks for recess. Now, not to be confused with lunchtime, recess. We're talking 20 We're minutes talking recess. Recess. It's going to be quick. It's going to be packaged. We're not talking about the scotch fingers that your mum wraps up in glad wrap and put in your lunchbox. We're, talking about, late, proper, we're late. talking about proper snacks here. <laughs> We're not talking about the apples and oranges, bananas that you no, eat half of and that's, throw out half That's brain food. That's not recess. <laughs> now, Brett has it. If you want to kick us off with your top three. Yeah, I will. Snacks. I will. I will. And look. I don't know how this didn't make it. I just want to give a quick honorable mention like you did last week. And I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, no, I won't because I reckon this is in one of yours. So I won't mention it. But in third, I have the Bega cheese stringers. Oh, uh, now I, them, yeah. I, I want to just ask those. you, Blakes. Well, Sam, if you didn't eat them, right, I just want to ask you. Were you that tosser that just ate it whole? Just ate it. There was that one bloke in school, right? You just had one. Everyone else was sitting there. You know, yeah, it's just much the it. <laughs> and he's just eating it in three bites. Like seriously, mate, yeah. you agree for yourself? No, you've got to peel it. And if you didn't, you're a bit of an idiot, mate. You're yeah. just a tosser. And I'd like to see where you are, where you're at these <laughs> days. If you didn't eat your cheese stringers like we did, that's exactly right. So that was in third. That's a good one. In second, I've got the roll up. Roll yeah, up. I was going to put that on. I don't know. It's just just a real good snack. Isn't it? It's not like something you go, oh, God, I have to have this. It's fantastic. It's just something you go, it's in my, it's in my lunchbox. Give me that. I'll eat it. You know, I went, The only reason I went against the roll-up is because I think I, I didn't have too many roll-ups, but when I did have them, they'd always get stuck in my teeth and I'd be yapping oh, like, yeah. like a yeah. dog with peanut butter in its gob trying to get oh, it out of my teeth. No. And it just... So I wasn't having any of the roll-up, but they did taste good. So I'll give them that. Yeah. yeah. And then my number one, and this is a real personal favorite. I reckon I had these a lot in the year five, year six kind of kind of time. I've gone with the Le Snack. Oh, oh Le Snack, don't tempt me. Mate, just no. the three bickies no. and cheese. No. Oh, give me wait, cheese. wait, 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 wait. Is Le Snack the one with the gooey cheese stuff or is that with the cheese slices? Nah. No, it's, it's like it's like cheese three and little... and cheese in like a little separated sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what was the cheese? It was like proper. It was like a solid. It wasn't like gooey. Okay, yeah, it wasn't good. like gooey. gooey. No, the gooey. No, but you had to you had to dip the biscuit in though. That's like kind yeah. of yeah. Oh, so no, you're thinking? Of, I think you're thinking. Of, I think no, no I he's know. thinking of the gooey one. <laughs> he's not having any of it. No, I'm not having any. <laughs> Mate, the snack is so elite. I loved it. I just remember though, you'd always run out of cheese by the third biscuit. You would. You would. And, and that you'd just be the most biscuit there. Anyway, so yeah, that's my top three. If if my honorable mention doesn't get mentioned, I'll I'll let it know. Um, I'll go next. Um, so growing up, we've always been, we've always been Aldi sort of family, um, save money and stuff like that. So some of these you might not know, but I'm assuming you will. My first one is tiny Teddy dippers. So back in the day, this was was a massive throwback. So we had tiny Teddies, right? Cool. Tiny Teddies are great, but they had these little packets and it's similar to your little snacks of the world but there was some weird sugary dipping thing on the side. And I don't know what it was or what it was made out of, but I don't care because it was just some sugary goodness. So that's my first tiny Teddy dippers. It's a good one. My second one is mini cookies. They just had these tiny little chocolate chip cookies in packets and you'd wolf them down in about 30 seconds. I think that's probably a pudsy go-to snack. So we'll address that when he's on the show, but I've gone with mini cookies as my second one. Um, They definitely had a proper name. Um, there might've been uglies or something like that in like a little purple packet. Um, and for my third, I've gone with ropes. Ropes. Oh, Did anyone have ropes? Yeah. Banger, banger. It's this long that's thing that you could slap your mates with. And then once you were done slapping them with it, you could just. <laughs> no, that's it. That's a really good call. Did you actually slap other people with these? Well, facts. If someone slapped me with their rope, they're not getting away with it. Okay, that's all no. I'm saying. I'm coming okay, back. Sort of chasing around the schoolyard sort of operation. I'm coming back with venom. That's for sure. So <laughs> ropes are yeah, ropes ran down my top three. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, um, my top three. So I've actually gone with number three, less snack, much to oh, Arage's yeah. disliking. Um, and I've gone number two, and I think I've divulged this throughout the week, but I've called the LCM bar. 
Yeah, oh. see, I've got I've got and said during the week, if I was to make a worst three, <laughs> worst three lunchbox snacks, your LCMs would be right down there. I'm over yeah, LCM stinks. bar with the, the, the yogurt thing at the at the back of it. Um I don't know what it was, but it was good. It was just it was an easy down for recess because you don't have a lot of time at recess, and that's the problem with recess. Okay. Well I'll give you anyway. Uh, number one for the top three lunchbox snacks for recess. I've gone the the Mammy Monster Noodle oh, Snacks. Mammy <laughs> no, because no. they go everywhere. No, go no, but me being a one of the worst top three lists of the entire show. And we're only episode two. Explain myself. Me being the delicate eater, I am, mate. They weren't going anywhere. They're going everywhere. But the mouth. Did you did you open up the little sachet and put the flavor on it no, too? No, that's not on because that's just that's sort of, that's an everywhere sort of operation. Yeah, so you've you've just got a big thing of hard noodles <laughs> and you're just chomping on them at, at recess. You're telling me, and they're not going anywhere. <laughs> Mate, what you do is you oh eat it. God. They all fall in the packet, and then you munch the rest of them. All the munch. Yeah, I bet oh. you just open your gob and pour them down. Mammy the... monster noodle snacks yeah. rounds out my top three list. That's obviously that's right a stinker. No, you know what, fans, let's listen to at home. Tell us which top three you like, because yeah, I reckon mine's I'm sure up we'll get an, an influx once more in our DMs, and we'll, it'll just be <laughs> difficult to keep up with. Um, gee, that is, that, is that all we've got time for? I think it is, because I've just been given another notification that we've got 10 minutes <laughs> yeah. left on the Zoom. Yes, it's not like doing us any favours, but uh, it's been a good show. It's good to get our first guest on. Um also, the mic quality, my mic quality. I've received that many messages about how bum it was in the first episode. So hopefully it's a lot better this one. But it's good to get a guest on for episode two. And we're, as we said in the first episode, we'll try to get him on um, every second one. So no, fortnightly. I just want to I just want to say, just for the end of the podcast, just want to really put the importance on that date of the 15th of September. Look, I know many of you don't care, <laughs> listeners, but um, if COVID... You know, let's just let's just go back. The fifteenth of September. I want to see so many people rock up for John first game at Altona Basketball Stadium. Right, it's gonna be a- follow us. Follow us on Instagram, Janitors underscore Basketball, uh, because yeah. we have more details about that when when we get them. I'm telling you, it'd be so worth it. The culture is going to be there on the night. It's a Wednesday night. You've got nothing to do on a Wednesday night. Grab exactly. a mate, come down. I tell you, the more people we have, it's just going to be elite. Look, the second game, we're probably going to have no one there. Let's be real, but. If we can get some for the first. The first go. game just has to be just memorable for the boys. So get down. Don't know the time yet, but that'll be on the Instagram page. If you chuck it a follow, as Rosa said, janitors underscore basketball. Get down. 15th of September. Lock it in your calendars. Massive plug. Massive that's, plug. And that's, yeah, we want we want a lot of people down there. That's going to be I should great. have done this at the start because most people would have clicked off within five minutes. Uh, I think you have little faith in our listeners, mate. Yeah, no, we we have loyal <laughs> We'll get listeners. retentions rate. Our I'll retention s- rate is through the roof. I'll Don't stick around for that. the hour or however long this is going for. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been fun. Thanks for coming on, Brayden. Thank you very Brayden, much. As always, me. I'll see you next week. Uh, the bare necessities of life will come to you. And... <laughs> 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 Alright, that's enough of that. Thank you. <laughs>